Welcome to Inside and Keeping, a co-production of InPartners and ALP, the Association of Lodging Professionals. On today's episode, Megan sits down with Chris Almer, former CEO of Pi, and Rob Fulton, former CEO of AIHP, to discuss the recent merger of these organizations into the Association of Lodging Professionals, which will provide opportunities for advocacy, learning, and partnerships in our segment of the hospitality industry. Here's your host, Megan Smith. Well, I'm very honored to be here in my interviewing room with Chris Ulmer from Pi and Rob Fulton from AIHP, as we have just today shared the vision for the joint organization now known as ALP. So let's talk about it, guys. We, I sat in on the presentation this morning, and we're so happy to share this information with those people that couldn't be in the room today. So Rob, why don't you start and tell us what's going on? Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. Really excited about the announcement, and Chris and I, and um, we had a really fantastic board meeting yesterday, continuing to work on merging the organizations and and uh, the vision as we shared, as you mentioned, and I'm really excited to be working on it. So the Association of Lodging Professionals, we talked about this morning, really uh, very strategic decision about the name of the organization. We really want to be incorporating small independent lodging properties throughout the country that are professional and are providing such great experiences to, to their guests. And so we look forward to, in that title, being very purposeful about bed and breakfasts and inns and boutique hotels and other types of unique professional lodging. And we look forward to growing our membership in that way. And one of the things Chris and I shared this morning was the, the new mission of the, of the association, which the board signed off on here just recently. And so our mission is to embrace all current and aspiring professionals within the small independent lodging community and to help them become highly successful by providing critical education, advocacy, networking, and professional development. And those are things, the you know, pillars that we'll be following. Well, we're certainly off to a good start. The networking so far today has been amazing, and the energy is wonderful. It seems that everyone is just so behind this decision. And you mentioned members, and I thought you had a pretty um, interesting statistic or number today of the members that you have in the joint membership. You want to share that number? Yeah, so 991, right, Chris? Is that what we said this morning? Plus about five more Plus today. Plus about five more today. Yes. So 996. <laughs> so we're, and Chris and I both mentioned our comments, where we always knew that we would get back in the, in the day, as they say, you know, having an association with thousands of members. And so I think we're, mm-hmm. we're so close to having that back to that day so instead of hundreds and having thousands of members. And so, so, we're, so exciting. We're that close. So any day we'll, we'll break that thousand member mark and looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I, would, I yeah. thought that was remarkable. I thought if that could happen while we're here this week, that would really be something. Yeah. And I, thought, I think the increase in membership, you know, as it has occurred just so recently, is really reflected by the enthusiasm for the one association. Here at the conference, I can possibly walk 15 feet and no more until someone comes up to me and says, I'm so happy that both of the organizations got together. Well, I think it's, it's so much better for the vendors and the partners, uh, the allied partners as well, to have one big show a year instead of two and really pull our resources to make it a, even bigger and better. Yeah, well, we're, I just think Chris said that well. I mean, we're in the hospitality business, right? And so we're, we want to have a great experience. And we, I know Chris and I want, and the board want our members to have a great experience. And I think we just knew that, you know, having two associations was going to be difficult to really fully do that, even though both associations did the best they could. So I think that's what I see a lot of the celebration, too. And I felt the energy, too, and I thought it was great this morning that we're one, right? We don't have to think about, well, what am I going to do this year? Am I going to go here? Am I going to go there? So exactly. it's nice to see yeah. that. 
So um, Chris, talk a little bit about the other meaning behind ALP. I, I really thought that was striking this yes, morning. Certainly. Well, there was a lot of thought that went into the name itself, um, certainly researching to make sure that no one else had something that could be confused with it or that the acronym would be offensive in some way because you just really have to check out those types of things. And then um, on the, the slides that we had this morning, we had what the A and the L and the P stand for in addition to the name of Association of Lodging Professionals, and that would be advocacy, learning, and partnership. And I can say a little bit about yeah, each of would. those. Okay. Regarding advocacy, you know, we of course know that that is the attempt to influence policies to protect or benefit our businesses. And right now it's pretty much like whack-a-mole. It seems like some new issue comes up every week, you know, that we have to um, advocate for change, you know, on behalf of our businesses. And certainly one of the biggies have been the Expedia class action suit where Expedia is misappropriating or stealing the names of inns, B&Bs, putting them on their website and then posting no rooms available. And that is without any contract or any agreement. And of course, when people read no rooms available, they move on to something else. So, and that is um, definitely against the law. It's called the Landham Act about truth, truth in advertising. We just received notice that the date for the summary judgment, which means make a decision based on the evidence that's been presented already, um, is set for April 23rd. So we're going to hope that that indeed is the end of it. But of course, throughout the two-year period, Expedia has delayed any decisions, delayed any decisions, and so on. And as I was talking to the attorney on the case and getting a, a, an update of it, he had mentioned specifically that it would have helped if we had had more testimony, more members filling out the surveys on how they were harmed by Expedia's practices, which certainly you know, goes right into the fact that now that we're one association, we will have a greater reach, a greater influence. You'll be able to right. have more influence to getting the surveys filled out. Let me exactly. just ask you about advocacy real quickly. In addition to that, which is a huge case, do you get involved in state-by-state state advocacy at all? Yes, we do on a couple different levels. Um, on our websites, we have, I guess you would call them toolboxes, where other people have provided testimony on the situation in their particular area, um, perhaps taxation, you know, that should apply to all types of lodging, including, you know, short-term rentals. And we will post those as to how to um, advocate you know, in your local area. We have documents on there on you know, what people have said when they've gone before the legislatures. And then we also have a membership or a partnership in AHLA, which is American Hotel Lodging Association. And they have much of the same. They're very heavy into education. And typically, when they're working with a state or a municipality on you know, some issue, they will contact us, of course, to let us know that this is happening, but also request, can you, you know, get your innkeepers to show up at a hearing or write a, a note of support? Great. So, yeah, so we, we do work very well together. That's going to be that. a great resource yes. as these things continue to whack-a-mole. <laughs> they really do, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So then let's go to L. Okay, and that's learning. 
And of course, the conference experience is being immersed in in-keeping issues. So that's a wonderful opportunity, but you know, we're certainly in the business of education and learning all year long. So you know, we've always published a newsletter. We're continuing to do that. And we also have a newsletter for non-members or more optimistically, prospective members. And that newsletter has limited access to content so that population will know what are the issues, but not get all the details because, of course, we'd like them to join and support the effort. We uh, publish a magazine which goes more in-depth into different articles, webinars. We want to do more podcasts. Um, We actually produce little videos that the innkeepers can use on their own website to promote book direct or that type of thing. And then, of course, very importantly, we... um, partner with our allied partner members who very often are in the front lines of analyzing these issues, you know, like Book Direct or Expedia, and then we'll push that information out to members so they can know what to do. So so not education, just to the conference, year-round education absolutely. benefits. Yes. Alrighty, then how yes. about P? P is for partnerships, and we certainly want to support the activities of state and regional um, B&B or innkeeping associations. Um, We certainly can be of benefit to each other mutually, mostly because the fact that most state or regional associations are um, marketing in nature, so they'll have, you know, directories and so on and really, you know, are in the business of putting heads on beds. A lot of them share excerpts of the newsletters and so on that we do, you know, and that's with permission because associations are members Mm -hmm. of ALP. And at this point, it's complimentary, but we're talking with associations so that they can perhaps support ALP a little bit more actively, financially, with resources, and then we, of course, would be able to return the favor. It seems like it could be, you could just do more together, but having their financial support would go a long way. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, Rob, could you please comment on the other types of partnerships? Yeah, so a couple of other partnerships we mentioned this morning. So Chris did a great job on the association ones. And the other ones we look at are other types of strategic partnerships. And that would be really in the line of companies uh, or businesses or entities that are in our industry or have influence on our industry or we feel that have a, a role there. And I think we really feel strongly that, that ALP as the association can, can leverage those relationships to, one, help us be more successful and vibrant as an association but also provide some uh, impact to the membership. And we tried to work with TripAdvisor and, and, and Airbnb and Booking.com. And you think about some of these companies that, that are so prevalent. So if we can have some strategic relationships there that help our members be successful, those are, are important. So we'll be, we'll be continuing to pursue those. And then the other type are what we call affinity partners, where we can, with growing membership, we can leverage member benefits. So we have some partnerships with the travel a company called Travel Guard, providing travel insurance options to a guest. Office Max, Office Depot, UPS, Constant Contact. We're working on a couple of potential healthcare partners. One of the questions I get all the time, and I'm sure you get asked quite a bit, is getting ready to open a property or I'm an aspiring innkeeper and I'm really worried about what I'm going to do about healthcare. So as our numbers grow, right, we have more leverage to do these, these things. And with those partnerships, there's tangible dollar benefits to the membership. We've seen some really good success with Office Max and Office Depot and uh, with the UPS and the Constant Contact where members actually see savings, right, if they're participating in that. And then in some cases there's some revenue back to the association 
one of the things we talked about in growing ALP is growing the membership, but also what we call non-dues revenue. So other programs or opportunities where the association can be financially stable and vibrant and grow, um, not just through the membership. And it helps us keep membership rates low yeah. for the members by leveraging you know, other partnerships. So. Well, I just think the fact that you, know, you think about the allied partners that are here, that they're not going to two shows anymore. Yep. They can come to one. I think you're just going to see a lot more strengthening of those relationships. And I think everybody looks forward to that. Yeah, I heard, Absolutely. and I'm sure Chris has heard this too, I think they've wanted to do that, right? I think they've Absolutely. given a lot of credit for being, most have been very supportive of, of both organizations, or both associations, and now they can use those dollars to really help us then you know, continue to be successful. So. Good. Well, thank you for the time. And I want to say one more time, the, the URL is? The URL, yep, a new one is <laughs> alplodging.org. We have .com and .net, but I think .org will be the primary We'll pretty shortly have our new website up. We're kind of yeah. taking the best of both, and we're going to merge onto a platform, and then um, we'll have that up and running here soon after the conference. Well, congratulations. This morning's presentation was extremely powerful, and I think everyone, it's off to a great start. We look forward to seeing you next year in Baltimore, yeah, yeah. where, so where we are by then. Yeah, yes. yeah, January 9th through the 13th. Sounds right. In Baltimore. 2021. Yeah, great. It'll be hard to believe. Yeah. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you, Megan. You've been listening to Inside In Keeping, a co-production of In Partners and ALP, the Association of Lodging Professionals. For more information, go to alplodging.org and plan to join us at the ALP Conference and Marketplace in Baltimore on January 9th through the 13th. Our music was produced and performed by Jacob Ungerleider, and our episode was engineered by the team at In Partners. See you next week.